This podcast contains explicit content, polarizing views and opinions. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. What's up and welcome to this episode of the Dead Behind the Eyes podcast and this week's episode of The Broadsheet where we look at weird and wonderful news from around the world. We have maybe a dog's just taking the piss out of you. You can actually get high on pork and you shouldn't die around your cat and many more. So stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dead Behind the Eyes podcast. Like I said in the intro, we've got some weird, weird news stories. Some quite funny, um, some quite um, horrifying. A couple where you're just going to have to have a look at your pets again and just see what their intentions actually are. And we've got a hypocrite as well. But to start everything off, we're going to go back to the monoliths. Now... I don't know if anyone's seen this, but there was a monolith that has been found in San Francisco. I believe it was found on Christmas Day. And this is probably the weirdest monolith out of the lot because this monolith was made completely out of gingerbread. So that either means that someone made it as like a nod or a homage to the other monoliths or definitely the one that's more likely is that santa's elves made a monolith put it in san fran and that actually santa and his elves are aliens gotta be conspiracy theory like mind blown boom gotta be there's nothing there's no other way to explain it gotta be santa's alien elves made a gingerbread monolith stuck it in san fran and that's it so the monolith was found at uh, Corona Heights Park on a hilltop that overlooked the Castro neighborhood. And everyone's just quite happy it's there. Everyone thinks it's quite funny um, and they had no plans to remove it. I gather by now it's either been eaten, it's either been eaten, it's either been eaten by wildlife, um, just rotted or been kicked over by probably some twat that thinks it's funny. But I thought I had to revisit this. It was another monolith story. You know, we've got to crack down on this. Where are these coming from? This one, alien elves. So maybe all of them were alien elves. Got to be. I, I got no other reason to think it's not that. From one story about a sweet tooth, we go to a, another story about some people who maybe didn't have a sweet tooth, but had like, some thing going on. There's a story of some feral pigs have eaten cocaine, which was hidden in an Italian forest. Apparently, they destroyed $22,000 worth of cocaine. The reason we know about this is because the police wiretapped some gang members, who I believe were Albanian, that hid the cocaine in the forest, which is not a bad idea, but um, the boars seem to like it. They seem to want to have a little dabble in cocaine and they they found it and they ate it and the gang were complaining about the fact of all of their crops or 
their product was destroyed. So the police swooped in and arrested them because they sort of had everything on on tape, then complaining that all of their cocaine was fucked. The animals ripped the sealed packages of cocaine and proceeded to litter the nearby woodlands with powdery contents. That's what the news article says. So this place was just fucking littered with cocaine that these pigs had just gone, fuck you, like we're not having this shit here. And these boars have been a bit of a problem in Italy. It's normally just like motorists, people driving their cars, and the farmers are moaning about these these animals just running loose on their land and they're getting in the way. But it seems that we can add drug dealers to the list of, of people that were going to be protesting in Rome about the fact that nothing's going on about it. From one group of animals running loose to another, we have... I, I don't know what to make of this. In Whitewater... Colorado there is a forensic investigation research station say that five times fast and they was doing an experiment of leaving corpses out in the elements to track the rate of decomposition and from doing this there is a a group of feral cats that broke into the facility I mean they were outside but they they managed to get in the facility over the fences or whatever and they've started eating these corpses they left out. But thinking quickly on their feet, they actually use this to their advantage and are now using the experiment they was originally trying to do to now change it to having a look at what tissue damage looks like post-mortem rather than pre-mortem. And so they can help differentiate between, let's say, a murder and a corpse that has just been ravaged by some wild animals. But can you imagine that? Like just, I mean, it's weird enough that your job is just putting dead bodies outside to rot anyway, but some geezer's done that. He's put the body outside. He's gone home. The next day he's come back. One of them's half eaten. You'd just be like, what the fuck is going on here then? So you put another body out. Go down, go home, go bed, wake up, come back to work. That one's fucking nearly eaten. You just be like, I think they caught it on, on cameras. I they had night cameras out, but they managed to observe some, some weird shit. While doing their research, they found this, and I'll read it directly from the article that's from allthatsinteresting.com. But the two most egregious observations that the Forensic Investigation Research Station detailed in their study regarded the bodies of a 79-year-old woman and a 70-year-old man. One feral cat snuck onto the body farm and fed on the woman's fat layers and soft tissue. So the researchers placed the body in a cage to prevent scavengers from accessing it for weeks. Remarkably, after removing the stricture, gather that means cage, I don't know, people are more clever than me, the very same cat returned only to continue feasting on the corpse. The animal continued to do so for 35 consecutive days. By the end, the woman's breasts were eaten and the bones on her upper left arm were completely exposed. The second cat decided on the 70-year-old man and returned to eat his flesh for 10 out of 16 nights. Oddly enough, the animal then disappeared for an entire month before returning to feast on him for another two consecutive nights. That's mental. So these cats decided, you know, that one's nice. I like that one. And they wouldn't fucking eat all the others because there were other bodies out. It carries on in the news article. There was other bodies that they that were out about just could be eaten. But they decided they wanted them ones. It comes down to the fact of We've probably all heard that like, if you've got a dog and you die, that dog would probably starve to death before eating you. 
you've got a cat, you die, you're eaten. That's it. There's n- there's no question about it. It's fuck you. I'm hungry. You look like lunch. There actually has been uh there's been reports of it happening. I think there was one old old guy. I think he had like 10 cats, 12 cats. He he had a lot of cats. He died. What did he die of? I think he died of uh, an overdose. I don't know if it was I think it was a prescription overdose and his cats ate him, but they also died because you know, he was tainted with shitloads of drugs. But they fucking gnawed away on him. So I think the lesson we've got to take out of that one is if you've got a cat, make sure you don't die at home. And in the war of cats versus dogs, I don't know if anyone's seen this, but there has been a viral video that's gone out within the UK. It might have reached the rest of the world. But it's of a man who broke his ankle, which means he couldn't walk and he had to use crutches. And the dog was actually copying the owner and pretended to hurt itself and it was walking with a limp. And what's good about this story is the owner spent 300 Great British pounds on vet bills in order to figure out what was the issue with his dog's poor or leg. And they couldn't find anything. And it later turned out that no, the dog was just copying him. We've got to say it's probably out of sympathy because, you know, dogs aren't arseholes like cats. Well, if a cat was doing this, you'd be going, he's taking the piss out of him. A dog does it, you go, oh, no, bless him. He he just, oh, he he don't like that his owner's hurt. Could be taking a piss, I don't know, but this dog is limping next to him. I don't know if people seen it. It's uh, the guy's walking down the street. He's got his whole leg up to his knee in a cast. He's got crutches. He's limping along, and the dog's doing exactly the same, just walking on three legs. The reason they found out something wasn't quite right is because when Russell wasn't around, which is the name of the guy who broke his leg, Bill, which is the dog, could be seen sprinting around the garden, just full on like bombing it. But as soon as Russell turned up, that is something wrong with his leg. So I'll leave it up you lot to decide. Is the dog the greatest con artist of all time? Or is he the most sympathetic dog of all time? I can't think of doing a link from that last story to this one. But this story is the geezer's a complete hypocrite. So the headline is Oregon thief berated mum who left four-year-old boy in car he stole. A police spokesman said that he actually lectured the mother for leaving a child in the car and threatened to call the police on her. So the geezer stole the car. He then found a toddler in the back seat. So then drove the car back to where he stole it from just so he could have a go at the mother for leaving the child unattended. And I believe it's he basically like lobbed the child at her, had a go at her and then fucked off in the car again. She was, the mother was in in the store and apparently she could always see the car. And you know, if there was... The toddler was crying. Apparently, she could have got to the child pretty quickly. The police spokesman again, Officer Matt Henderson, he was quoted as saying, obviously, we're thankful he brought the little one back and had the decency to do that. Why are they giving this geezer praise for bringing back a kid? The vehicle was found a few hours later in Portland, but police are still searching for the geezer. I just thought that was quite funny that we had someone who stole a car and then had a go at someone for leaving a kid in said car that he stole. From one lunatic to another, we have David Ostrom, who asked the lower district court to allow him to settle their divorce by trial by combat. This geezer wanted to fight his ex-wife with Japanese swords. The geezer is 40 years old and he claims that his ex-wife, Bridget Ostrom, had destroyed him legally. Thus, it only made sense that they settled their custody battle using a tradition from a culture 
he definitely probably didn't know anything about. Ostrom said that it would allow him to duke it out of his ex or her attorney on the field of battle where he will rend their souls from their corporal bodies. Geezer's fucking mental. How does he think that he's going to get anything in whatever case is going on here while he's saying shit like that? But he justified what he was saying by, this is a quote, to this day, trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these United States. That's the end of the quote. It's a bit like in the UK. You can, like the actual death penalty isn't abolished in the UK. Someone who gets convicted of the crime of treason, I believe it has to be against the royal family, can still get hung from Tower Bridge. Yeah, it hasn't been explicitly banned, but no one's going to get fucking hung off Tower Bridge, are they? Can you imagine all the snowflakes nowadays if you hung someone in the middle of a major city? He carried on by saying that the method had been used as recently as 1818 in a British court. That's 200, that's more than 200 years ago. And it weren't even in the US. And he thinks that that means that that's, that's good for him. He can, get, he can get what he wants. I couldn't, reading the whole story, I couldn't work out whether he actually had a problem with his ex. I don't think he liked her. But I think the real problem was with his ex-wife's attorney called Matthew Hudson. I think he had a problem with him and that's the one he actually wanted to fuck up. I mean, this Hudson geezer had the upper hand because this is what he said. He said the duel could result in death, rendering the issues of property tax and custody moot. Ah, so that must be what it was about. It's about, obviously, they something to do with the house that they lived in when they got divorced and the custody of a child of some sort. The lawyer asked that the court also suspend Ostrom's visitation rights and that he receive a psychological evaluation. I don't know what was going on in this geezer's head that he thought he was fucking a character in Game of Thrones, but there you go. Some mental people doing some mental things as normal around the world. There's probably been so much more weird shit since the last time I've done this, which I just haven't touched upon or found. But I gather we can catch up with that in a later episode, which, like I said in my last one, will be two weeks from now, because I'm going to do alternate. I'm just going to do one episode a week, going to alternate between the broadsheet and a normal episode. So next week, we're actually going to, I want to start talking about serial killers or just crime in general. And I'm thinking of doing like a, I say like a serial killer 101 class, start from the basics and, and work our way up to the worst of the worst. I just wanted to talk quickly about the PS5s as well, because I haven't managed to get one didn't manage to get one at launch even though like i said in a previous episode i had one in my basket but i just couldn't i got kicked out before i could check out and then there was a load more that went on the market i think early this month but all the scalpers took them again like there's been i've seen pictures of people that these scalpers with bots have managed to get like 2000 ps5s and all this that, and the other but sony has come out and said like that if you just wait a bit everyone we're going to do like a massive release of shitloads of them and everyone will be able to get one. And I think this might have been a slight ploy by Sony to do that small release at the beginning of this month or middle of this month. It was sometime during this month. Saturate the scalper market with PS5s. And then when they release all of theirs, it's going to leave these scalpers with playstations that they can't get rid of there's no way that someone's going to spend a grand on a ps5 
when they can just go to like their Argos, their curries, you know, and they can just pick one up for like 450 quid. So this could be a tactic that Sony have used to just teach them a lesson. We're like, don't do this again. Because yeah, even if the scalpers sell half of their of their stock by the time Sony do their like, just massive release of product, they're still going to be less with shitloads of consoles that they can't sell and they're going to lose a lot of money, which is good. I hope they fucking do. I hope they all go bankrupt. I hope they all end up going homeless. Like I understand buying things and selling them on for profit, but normally people buy stuff at a reduced price and then they sell it on again. You're just trying to... They're profiting off people's misery and stuff because especially at Christmas, they knew that some parents were going to spend whatever money it took to get the console if i'm honest though i haven't been too bothered yeah i'm i'm playing call of duty cold war at the minute and i don't like the game but of course i play it because i'm a little bitch and i have to get all the call of duties but it's mainly because all my mates play it so we normally play play online and at the moment all it keeps doing is fucking crashing and normally only happening when i'm playing online but yeah it just keeps crashing and i don't know whether it's because the game is asking way too much of the fucking prehistoric hardware that's inside the playstation 4 but it keeps crashing and i'm just hoping that that would be better on the ps5 but at the moment you know like i can play everything that i want to play there's nothing that's come out exclusively on the ps5 that i want to play so there's no point yet and i might as well just wait until i can just go into a shop and buy one if I have a chance in these little small releases that get done a product and I get a chance to buy one, I buy one. But other than that, I'll just wait, sit on it and wait. It might come to a point where you just wait for the pro version to come out or whatever. But that's normally a year or so afterwards. No, I'll definitely end up getting the normal PS5. Who am I kidding? And it's not that I'm a PlayStation fanboy, but I would get an Xbox if all my mates got Xboxes, but we've all got PlayStation. So I might as well get PlayStation. And because I've got my PC, if there's any games that I want to play that's like exclusive to xbox you can get them on the pc so like i'm not limited to the certain games that i can play so i'm good and thing is also heard with the early releases of the ps5 say early releases the the P- ps5s that were got at launch and quite a few of them had problems they were just like breaking and having to get sent off for replacements and all repairs and things like that so it might actually be a good thing that I haven't managed to get one. I mean, it probably would have been absolutely fine. If you actually look at all the stock they've probably done, it's probably less than like a half a percent of consoles have actually come back. But I know that a Tesco's near me got less than a handful of PlayStations in and they all came back because they were broken. But anyway, I'll just wait. Uh, yeah, playing Call of Duty, not enjoying it. Just get annoyed. I think I got it. I got it a lot later than everyone else, and you've got these players that are like level four hundred and something. And I'm just like, oh, sweaty virgin. They've all found like guns that they're good at using and the right attachments, and oh, I don't know. I've got guns that I like, like using the M16, Type 63, uh, the AK47U. You know, they're all pretty good guns at the moment. I'm using the Stoner and tearing shit up. Yeah, so I just wanted to chat a little bit about the PS5 what I thought of the whole scalping situation and will I be getting one, all that sort of shit. But yeah, I will be getting one. Scalpers are arseholes and that's that.
So yeah, that's been this episode of Dead Behind the Eyes and the Broadsheet. Hope everyone enjoyed. If you find any weird stories yourself, don't forget to contact me about them and possibly we'll talk about them or just any weird shit that's happened to you. Email in at dbte.podcast at gmail.com. So that's Dead Behind the Eyes, the first letters of that, dot podcast at gmail.com, all lowercase. If you don't want to email, you can contact me on Instagram. It's probably the best way of doing it. Just search at Dead Behind the Eyes podcast, all one word, all lowercase. You'll see the podcast logo. You can follow me there as well. Well, I'll be, I'm going to do a lot more posting now. I haven't done a lot on there, but I'm going to start doing that. So I've been William Robbins. This has been the Dead Behind the Eyes podcast. See everyone next week. Bye.